Welcome to the Show Up and Surrender podcast, where we invite you to show up for yourself and surrender to whatever you find there. Join us for honest and open conversations about how we practice showing up and surrendering in our daily lives. Marcella is an applied psychologist with a passion for being the imperfect example of how to live wholeheartedly. She helps others reconnect to their own emotions and thoughts to become a more whole and connected person, you know, instead of just a walking, talking head. Biddy is a yoga teacher who is fascinated by the mind-body connection and conscious movement. When you bring these things together, you create the yummiest blend. And she uses all this to help people find what it is they need to feel the best they can. We started Show Up and Surrender because when we work together, we create things that inspire us. By sharing our conversations, we hope that they will inspire you too. <sighs> Hi. Hi. <laughs> I think our sighs at the beginning of each podcast are always on point. But maybe this time, a little bit more. I think so too. Yeah, it feels that way, at least to me. Yeah. Yeah. Because the topic that we want to talk to you about today is overwhelm. Yes. And overwhelm in all kinds of forms and overwhelm. How can I recognize it? How can I, what can I do when I find myself there again and again and again? And maybe a little bit about what is it? And, but what is it to us? Because there's a lot to say about overwhelm. But we're here to talk about our stories, so that's what we'll do. Yeah. It's it's a very current topic, I think, also. for n I think not just us, but I hear it from a lot of people that I talk to, that it's just a little bit much for a lot of people right now. And I, the one thing that I always struggle with when it comes to overwhelm is why does it keep happening? How do I <laughs> prevent myself getting back here time and time again but um yeah maybe you you can start us off with talking a little bit about what overwhelm is for you yes I can um well let me first start by saying how I always notice that I'm back there again and that is when I start to notice that all the things that I usually find fun or interesting all of a sudden feel too much so I, ha I have a lot of people in my life that I love and I love to do things with them. But there's always a point in time where in my head or in my, it, it feels like everyone at the same time is texting me, well, do you want to do something with me? <laughs> and when, I, when my reaction is oh, not again, not another a whatsapp message or another invitation to something then i know that overwhelm is close or it's already there so when i get fed up or irritated by the things that i usually like to do yeah oh that sounds very recognizable yeah yeah, yeah. so that's that's one of the biggest signs for me when i know it's there um but if i'm truly honest i think I notice it uh, a little bit earlier. Mm. And this is a really uh, 
um, an example from, I think, two weeks ago when you and me had our biweekly chat with Lina, another mm-hmm. um, friend of ours that is also a co-host from uh, the Coming Home Retreat. Yes. That we host. Um, and we had our chat and I noticed that uh, we, we always share a little bit of, about how we're doing. And I noticed that I said, well, I'm doing fine. I have a lot of things to do, but I use my um, my little trick of first I care for myself and then I do what I have to do. And it was true. I was on point with my self-care. But is there something in the way I say it that in hindsight I know, ooh, I'm getting close to overwhelm and I'm trying to convince myself that I got it all under control and that I will figure it out. (laughs) 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 And I hate that one because I want to be in control. I want to have that balance of everything is fine and I got this and I do probably in that moment. But it's also trying to convince myself of I will keep it together while I almost always know there's a little bit too much on my plate. And if I don't change it, I will come back to overwhelm. Yeah, because I'm thinking back. And when you say how you said it, when you repeat it, what you said, I can hear like the tone difference and it's a little higher and there's a little bit more tension in your throat, right? When you (laughs) say it. When did you notice that? Did you notice it the moment you said it or was it when you thought back? It was when I thought back. Yeah. Interesting. Yeah. And it's exactly uh, like you said, it's the pitch of my voice Mm -hmm. that gives it away. Yeah. That I'm convincing myself instead of I'm really sharing what is true right oh that's so interesting but it's also such a valuable thing to recognize yeah 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 and yet it's something i recognize a few weeks or a few days later yeah but still at some but point it's, yeah right yeah. you're going to maybe catch it a little bit sooner Who yeah knows? yeah exactly and that's to me or and, and what i always uh, talk to my clients about is that um Well, you said it so perfectly. We get annoyed by the fact that we're there again. How did we, how is it that we don't prevent this from happening? And what I try to do myself is remember that noticing the signs of overwhelm and seeing that you're overwhelmed again is the best way (laughs) to know I need to change something so that the overwhelm is not shit i'm here again but the overwhelm is oh thank you for this reminder that i have to turn around Mm. yeah i love how that would work after probably a lot of practice yeah it's i think it takes time to get past the frustration part of it i think because we we always use well we i always try to learn from like past mistakes I'm not even sure if they're mistakes but from the things that I don't like from the things that I want to change you try to learn from that right and sometimes you work really hard sometimes I don't know you start a coaching session with someone because you need help because you're overwhelmed I'm just I don't know (laughs) you know improvising here or I might be sharing my story (laughs) 
Um, but that was one of the things that you and I uh, talked about, I think, most in the first sessions that I had with you, that I had so many things that I wanted to do and I just had no idea how to. It's, I felt like I was a juggler. Like, for real, like I was trying to juggle and I can't juggle. I, I'm, I, I'm so bad at it. That's how I felt with the things that I wanted to do as well. Uh, but I kept saying yes, because I loved all the things so much. And I think that's something that we've mentioned it before. I'm sure we'll mention it again. You and I really love our jobs so much that it's very hard for us to um, pace ourselves when there's fun projects that we can do, right? So to get from the point where you think, ah, oh, crap, I took on too much again, to, oh, it's becoming too much. I should probably take a moment to figure out what I need to change. Do you have any tips <laughs> on, <laughs> on how to get there? Because for me, it's interesting. When I, when I experience overwhelm, I usually get short. First with myself, I get very annoyed with myself when I make like little mistakes, when I drop something, I can pretend like it's the end of the world or, you know, it's those very simple things that can go wrong become bigger than they should be. And if my overwhelm grows, if I don't stop it there, then it'll start seeping into getting irritated by stuff people around me do. Usually the people I really love because, you know, there's little less boundaries there. Yep. So that's that's my sign. When I get irritated either by the stuff that I do or the people that I love, that's my big sign that, okay, this is not the problem here. Something else is going on. Nine times out of ten, I took on too much. But to then get to the point where I don't get annoyed with myself for being short, that's, that's a tricky one. I mm -hmm. would not... Every time again, I tr I know that that's what would help, what would be helpful, but I have no idea how to get there yeah. yet. You know, yeah. it's... Yeah, well, let me <laughs> be really annoying and do another question instead of answering yours. Oh, great. <laughs> <laughs> so what do you do when you notice you get annoyed or irritated? Um, you mean besides call you? <laughs> <laughs> yeah. <laughs> yeah. Well, maybe um, that's one of the well, things. That, no, yeah. that's one of the things I do. Yeah. I talk to people that know me and that I know well, that uh, also know that this is something that um, I find important and that I struggle with sometimes. And I talk to the people that I, that I admire in some certain way that I know that they will be able to either listen to me and make me feel a little bit better or they will help me with maybe tips or a few things that can be helpful in that situation. That was two, two things that were actually the same, but I said them differently, I think. <laughs> but other than that, what I try to do usually is I try to either um, journal or meditate or take a, a nice long bath, uh, give myself a little bit of space to try to calm my brain down because usually... When I notice something like that, my brain goes into even more of an overdrive because, okay, I have a problem now. I need to fix it, right? That's my go-to. Like, there's a problem. Let's see how we can fix <laughs> yep. it. So you just add on to the overwhelm, really, by trying to fix your overwhelm. So I, I know that now, and I know that that's not the best way to uh, help myself. So usually I try to slow down in some way or form. I think, yeah, 
annoying as it sounds. I think that's the best way. And I think it's the same way that I do it. Um, and I will share a little bit about, about yesterday, because yesterday was a day for me where I was yeah. overwhelmed. I have a kind of a holiday, and I say kind of because <laughs> I do a lot of work in my holiday. <laughs> yeah. Um, because of the past weeks have been crazy, I have been saying yes a lot to fun things, to work things that I like, to, well, basically everything. So usually how it goes is that there's impulses from outside of me that I like and that I say yes to and then they come into this big pile of things and then all of a sudden I notice okay I may have overpromised. Mm. I said yes because I like them and I didn't say yes after checking can I make this work is this is this realistic to say yes to and then it it adds on um I started journaling about it like what so what is this what what are all these um opinions that i have about myself uh like i should do this or i should do that and after journaling i noticed that i say yes because i like things and i overpromise because i want to make other people happy mm. and i'm so deep down i'm so scared that if i don't say yes to them or if I don't make those promises or if I don't help them that I'll end up being alone oh wow and while I know that's not true it scares the crap out of me that there would be even a possibility that I would get there and so I go in my old pattern and say yes to everything I like and then um yeah, so as you said, it's a I I really need to share about it, whether it's with a piece of paper or a friend or meditation, you know, getting my thoughts cleared out, mm -hmm. kinda. And then find kind of no, I think that's that's why I do the uh the talking to zoom out a little bit. Get out of the pattern or get out of the situation and look what is going on here. Yeah. And by that space that you create or the, you know, the overview that you get of your or, or uh, that I get out of my life over my life, um, that is what helps me to make another choice. Yeah. Oh, and I always <laughs> every time I say this, I feel like, uh, but I don't want to do that. You know, I just want to do it right the first time or right. Well, perfect example. I say right, but why would I say the other way was wrong? I don't know. It's interesting how we're wired to call it that, right? Yep. Yeah. And I think for me, that's another thing that came up is that my self-worth is tied to productivity. Mm. And I think that counts for a lot of us in the I would I was gonna say Western world, but maybe even outside. I'm I'm not even sure. The modern world, maybe. Yeah, yeah. As we we forget that we are we are worthy of love. We are worthy of connection. We are worthy of rest. Whatever word you wanna give it, even if we're not doing all this stuff, even if we don't have the coolest job in the world even if we're not happy all the time even if 
fill in the blank. But to us, it feels so connected that if I do this, then I'll get approval or then I get rewarded or whatever. Yeah, so for me, it has a lot to do with that, that I think I'm worthy of other people's time or that I'm worthy of the connection after I do something or after I promise something and I keep my promise. Because if I don't, then it's, woo, it will be even worse. Oh, yeah. Yeah. So then once you've discovered that, because you, you talk about it, you write about it, and then you notice that about yourself. There's, oh, I have so many questions. Where to start? <laughs> How do you prevent yourself from judging yourself in that moment? Because self-discovery is not always a pleasant thing, right? Because you find yeah. out this one thing and you probably hoped that you would feel different. Because it's not a pleasant feeling to be scared to end up alone or to not feel, to think it's possible that you would not be worthy. It must be a scary feeling. So how yeah. do you go from there? So you, you discover that. What do you do next to take care of yourself? Um, well, in this case, I took a nap. Good. I love that. <laughs> um, but that's not always the answer. Um, I think something happens in between or during the journaling and, and this coming uh, um, past all these heavy feelings mm -hmm. that makes me remember, even if I judge myself, that doesn't change anything to my core. Nice. So it kind of, uh, well, first of all, it, it reminds me that I'm perfectly capable of surviving all this heavy shit <laughs> or, you know, <laughs> To some people, it might feel like, well, you don't have real problems. There's there's a whole much of, uh, a whole lot of bigger problems in the world. That's true, but to me, it feels like deep shit. Yeah. Um, so going through that reminds me that I'm perfectly capable of surviving it, and then kind of automatically, but I'm not sure if it is automatically. Maybe it's also because you're talking to other p people who are looking at you with loving eyes instead of the judging eyes i i re i'm reminded of that it, maybe it's not true that my self-worth is tied to my my productivity and by realizing that i come back to okay so if i'm right here right now and none of it makes sense to me <laughs> then what do i want to do yeah and in the the theory i work that I work a lot with this uh, called the acceptance and commitment therapy. They call it, um, I'm not sure if that's the English phrase as well, but self as context, which means you undo yourself of all these judgments and all these thoughts that we have about ourselves, And what stays is you, yeah, <laughs> whatever you is. So we're here on this earth or no, let me talk about me. I'm here on this earth. I have no clue what I'm doing. I feel like crap. I, <laughs> I have these patterns that I find myself in over and over and over again. And, and it feels like shit. So if that's true, what do I want to do next? So it opens up the question that you just asked me. So I, I, there's infinite possibilities after that. What do I really want to do? 
if I'm honest. So basically what, what happens is you give yourself time to reassess and yeah. really allow your truest self to speak up and find out what you need and want. Yeah, yeah, I think so. Yeah. That's the short answer, yes. But I, But I love that because... That's the one thing I think we deny ourselves so easily when we get swept up by life and the things we think we have to do or the things we actually have to do because I say think we have to do, but obviously we do have obligations that we yeah. need to fulfill. Yeah. Um, but it's so easy to forget to check in with yourself. Like, is this what I truly want, what I truly need? And I'm not saying that you can, you can only do the things that you truly want and need, but you can be very very careful in what you say yes to and make sure that it's the closest to be true to what you need yep yeah yeah so i think in, i guess in that way the overwhelm is a good reminder to check back in not even necessarily to change everything but to check in with yourself yeah where where you are what you want where am i yeah yeah, yeah. so over yeah. so overwhelm is a good thing wait <laughs> <laughs> Yeah, maybe it's not that bad. Yeah, I like that. Not that bad. It does because it doesn't feel like a good thing. It no. usually feels pretty shitty. Let's be honest. Yeah. But it's nice to know that it it does serve a higher purpose and it actually is there to help. Yeah. Yeah, I keep coming back to that. That our feelings are here to help us, only if we let them. <laughs> Right? But yeah. it's really hard to let them. Oh, man. Yeah. 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 But it's not impossible. I know that now. Yeah. But I, I, can, I can imagine that if you're listening and um, you're kind of new to, okay, so feelings could help me. Okay, they're not all bad. The crying again and the feeling angry with the people I love. And how is this not, how is this helping me? But it sounds uh, weird or... As you said, like a, a huge step. Mm -hmm. So know that w I have been there and you as well, Betty. Oh, yes. We've been there. And we're still there sometimes. Oh, yeah. And even in complete honesty, even when you recognize everything and you know exactly what you should probably do to help yourself, that doesn't make it any easier to do it. Sometimes it still takes days or weeks yep. for me to actually step up for myself and take action yeah so that's that's the hard thing right it doesn't have this simple manual where you look up overwhelm and then you follow the step-by-step -step mm -hmm. guide you have to make it work for you under every different circumstance that you might find yourself in and sometimes that takes time yeah. and sometimes it hurts and sometimes it's not so bad yeah right is there anything else you want to add I like how many similarities, obviously, well, I guess that's not a surprise, we have in how we get overwhelmed, how we deal with those things. And what I really love about how you talk about it is, well, for one, it's super open, and, and I love that about you. But it's also um, the, the things you do, like the talking to someone and then the journaling and zooming out they are things that I know help, but sometimes I forget. And it's so nice to have you speak about your experiences and then also to be reminded, like, oh, yeah, that, that would probably, nine times out of ten, that would work for me as well. Yeah. To just try to 
zoom out and take a moment to really look at everything, like all the aspects that are going on around me and that are happening within me. And that's, that's an easy one for me to forget. So I'm really glad with that reminder. Mm. Yeah. Make, makes me think of the word that is buzzing around you for weeks or maybe months. I think it's this year. Yeah. This year. <laughs> and it's connections. Yeah. And that's, well, you know, that's so funny because that was the word I was coming to in the journaling. It's about connection and feeling connected. And I always try to find the connection outside of myself. Mm. And I forget the connection I have with myself. But the funny thing is that sometimes the connections with others, because I did truly need Marika yesterday or any other friend in any other moment to come back to this and to myself. So while the connections I have with people sometimes bring me off of my my inner course uh, not course um uh you know the course i'm going the path, my my the inner path, path yeah. whatever you want to call it <laughs> brings me off of the connection with myself at the same time they can help me come back i love that and that ties to a quote from coming home i was about i was thinking about it too <laughs> well then tell me what, what quote <laughs> coming back home to your body to your breath yes coming back home to you yeah yeah Oh, I love that. And we're all walking each other home. Yes. That's from... Baba Ramdas? I think it's Baba Ramdas, yeah. Yeah. Oh, beautiful. Thank you for asking the right questions. And sharing. Right back at you. Thank you for listening to Show Up and Surrender. Hosted by Marcella and Biddy. We hope you enjoyed listening. Make sure to follow us wherever it is you listen to your podcasts. And don't forget to subscribe. If you really like us and want to give us some love, write us a review. At showupandsurrender.com, you can find information about us and also any links that we may have promised you in this episode. To stay in touch with us, please follow us on Instagram or send an email to hello at showupandsurrender.com. We'll be back with another episode soon.